this is Richard C. Wilson at the Family Office Club, and today we're doing an investor mandate interview uh, with John. Welcome, John. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. And uh, where are you based out of? We're a small community bank based out of Kansas City, southern suburb in Overland Park, Johnson County. Okay. And what type of investors, investment firms, you know, business professionals do you guys typically work with? And what, what types of, um, you know, either debt or other activity are you usually helping them with? Well, being a small community bank, we're 300 million in size, so we can loan up to 10 million, but our sweet spot's really about three or 4 million. We're primarily a commercial real estate lender, multifamily, a little bit of retail, office, a fair amount of um, flex space, office, warehouse space, and some uh, uh, storage facilities as well. Okay, great. What's one of the base criteria that you're looking for if somebody is going out there and looking for a loan from a you know bank like yourself on like a self storage or a multifamily? What type of you know ratios or key metrics do you really look for to make sure it's a healthy enough deal for you guys to get comfortable with? Sure, and we're a commercial bank, so it's. it's Traditional underwriting, so you, a lot of your clients are probably familiar with that, but generally 20% down, a 1% debt service coverage ratio, uh, good cash flow coverage, um, and, and then uh, usually we get guarantees because our deals are pretty small. But something we've been doing quite a bit lately is it seems like there's a lot of investment money coming in from out of town because our returns are pretty good. Our cost of property maintenance is lower and the cap rates are better performing for investors. So what'll a lot of developers will do is they'll put some of their own seed money in. So they've got the investment uh, equity that they get to retain. They'll manage the property, but then they'll, they'll bring in some outside capital sources. And what they do is they may reno a property, renovate a property, get it up to occupancy, and then they'll, they'll refinance it and get the equity back out and get the return for the investor. So it's kind of interesting, not necessarily have do my owners have to have all the cash in, but sometimes you're out, out of town investors, which has been a, a different kind of flavor for us lately. Yeah, sure. I know some people in the family office club are um, building their sponsor model like that. And they might be at a point where the banks are being more conservative. They might be afraid that they're right at that edge of having, you know, too many assets on their balance sheet for the health of whatever their balance sheet looks like. Does knowing the CEO chairman like yourself make a difference? When can that make a difference? I mean, it doesn't have to be something with your bank, but if they're working with another bank, do you have any advice on when they're near that edge of getting something approved or not, does it, does it help to build a relationship with the head of the bank or any tips or strategies for those listening to make progress there? Well, all my loan officers have ownership in the bank because of the community bank nature where we are. So they they all speak for ownership and they, 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 they want a competitive return as well. But uh, yeah, I think it's good. Lenders tend to hop around from bank to bank to advance their careers. So if you can get a good lender, you, you can follow them from bank to bank, but, and sometimes that spreads out your loans with three different banks, but eventually that guy or gal's got to stay put and get into management where they're a senior lender, things like that. You know, knowing the CEO helps um, in small organizations, it's, it's very helpful, but in a big bank, like a, you know, like a JP Morgan or something, I mean, you need to know the guy that's actually carrying the wood and get, getting the loans approved and has credibility within his own organization. Right. Right. Okay. And you guys, ever specialize or work with fintech companies that will then turn around and lend out to consumers or, or not too much in that, that small niche? I, I, we have looked at Lending Club a number of times and, and a friend of mine back in Maryland does 
quite a bit with that organization. We have partnered with BHG, which is an interesting organization out of New York and Florida, and they place a lot of medical paper. So yes, okay. the answer is yeah, we, we are we're trying to do that. But again, we're right in the Midwest, pretty conservative, pretty mom and pop kind of down to earth, smaller bank. So we're, we can feed off the crumbs of the big banks and do just very, very, very well. Right, right. And I know a lot of banks do require guarantees for properties. Um, what's the LTV or is there a threshold where you can have non-recourse and the bank be comfortable with that and everybody's happy or is the default really to have a personal guarantee on almost everything? No, I think we, we generally, I think if you're getting down on 60% or lower, you're going to possibly be able to get non-recourse. It's a case by case deal, but if it's a real vanilla, tried and true, experienced uh, project that cash flows quite well, and it's got a low loan to value, then we're going to generally look toward ownership, not to lose that equity. So I think that's when you sometimes forego the personal guarantees. Right, right. Yeah, makes sense. And then my last question, and then we'll make sure people have your URL to learn more about is um, about Kansas City in general. I mean, you said you've seen some investment activity there um, over the years because of your location and the cost of management being superior and the returns being a little bit better for some, some investors. What about during COVID, these last few months? You know, in March, April, a lot of people were just, you know, seeing if this would all go away by Easter, you know, like, like some people thought at the very beginning. And obviously that didn't happen. But past March, April, you know, May until now, have you seen you know, silence on the investment front? Has it been just as busy as last year? You know, what, what are you seeing in terms of momentum in your space? It, it slowed down quite a bit when everybody went home. So we, we sent our people home for two months. Now they're back in the office and they're all masking up in the office and things like that. But our deal flow did slow down during that time. It just felt like our pipelines kind of, they didn't dry up, but they really slowed down. A lot of projects on construction got delayed. And okay. then a lot of our, some of our bigger projects got delayed, but some of our guys are, are, they're just powering through it and they've got you know, like commercial building downtown Kansas city got renovated and he's got three commercial leases that were signed up. One was retail, which is kind of interesting. So it, it's kind of a mixed bag here. I think our pipelines are back full again, I think. And then also because we're small, we jumped right back into it and the big banks, they've got more policy, you know, a lot of their people are at home still. And so they're the bigger organizations are struggling a little bit with some of this, the mechanics and Kansas City is pretty robust. We're actually, we're not a cool town like Chicago or some of the other places, but we're boring, conservative, but we've got a little bit of a vibe going. The Royals got sold. Uh, we've got a, you know, KCP&L streetcar stuff. I mean, it's, it's not anything like Florida, Miami or something really exciting like that, but for Midwestern town, it's really a nice place to have, have safe investments made. Right, right. Yeah, I think a lot of investors are trying to avoid, um, you know, some primary markets or they're afraid of buying something too expensive there. And then what used to be called tertiary or secondary, like the Nashville's of the world or Austin or Denver have now become right. very expensive as well, Seattle, etc. Uh, right. So kind of looking another layer deeper at like Huntsville and, and Kansas City and Cleveland and uh, some investors, you know, not, not all, of course, but um, yeah, interesting. Great. Well, um, like I said before, we've got a uh, restaurant chain in Kansas City, as well as a um, multi-hundred million dollar real estate firm that I should connect you to just because maybe there's business you guys could do together. But um, for anyone listening who wants to get a hold of you or just kind of check out, you know, uh, how to do business with your bank, what's the best place for them to, to visit online? You bet. My name is John and I'm the CEO and founder. We formed the bank in 2001, just right before or right after we got open, right after 9-11. So, you know, crises are going to come hit us from time to time. My connection is... Uh
That's my email or just Google search in Overland Park, Kansas. Cool. Great. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time here today and I'm happy to keep in touch. Thank you very much. Good luck to you. Thank you. You too, John. Take care. Bye-bye.